Welcome to the ABC Music Talk podcast, a show for anyone interested in the music industry. As regular listeners know, I get to interview some fascinating people. And over the next couple of weeks, I'll be making available a two-part interview from Joel Diath, the man who signed The Darkness, Funeral for a Friend and Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. He recently opened a second-hand record shop. That's right, a business that requires people not to be in a lockdown situation. Want to find out how he navigated through that? Also, would you like to hear one of the most honest and open stories about life inside the music industry? Well, presumably that's why you're here. So for now, take a listen to a few choice moments from that interview. Enjoy. We've always said we are just temporary custodians for these sound vessels. We've taken it from one person. We will gloriously look at it for a little while and play for it and then we'll find it a new home. That's the moe of these vinyl clubs. Ours is the half-drunk warm can of white light in under the park bench on a Sunday afternoon with flies. That's that's what we are. It's a lot more. It's a it's it's a lot more rough and ready. And then all of a sudden, the nature of our business flipped. Instead of we have stock, we need to find customers. It was we have customers, we need to find stock. And then the whole new experience, which is then them receiving their packages, them tweeting about them, and then the interaction. And some of the responses have been so heartening, people saying, this has been the highlight of the lockdown, because it's been horrible, but I know every fortnight I've got a new package of records, more often than not by artists I've never heard of, and I've now discovered some gems. Uh, which I've more recently coined uh, Church Burning Metal you realise that, oh, they, they weren't these sort of um, evil, incarnated, screaming monsters. They were, you know, probably at their parents' on a Sunday afternoon for, for lunch. And I, I am floored when I hear a band for the first time and they they stir something inside that, that were a completely new name to me. It just gets me excited. I feel like an explorer. I feel like a... A, um, an archaeologist tribalism and that poses a new challenge for artists trying to break because artists could rely on those tribes to break new band get featured in the magazine you know who your readers are they like this thing and then they can break through those ranks do the press packs do the photocopying send out the post so it never felt like wow I'm an A&R guy it was like I, I did all those menial jobs that you do at record labels and then I went to loads of gigs and I'd tell someone at work who I saw on, if I thought they were good or not. We've called a Marshall um, and Max Lusado and Stuart Camp, manager of Ed Sheeran, who was one of the marketing managers at Infectious. You know, I, I still sit a little un- uneasy and uncomfortable with thinking I signed the darkness. I didn't. I wasn't told this, but the darkness turned round to Corder and said, "If Joel isn't guaranteed a job at Warner Music, nice. um, we're not signing to, to to you." And funeral for friends who were my passion, um, Welsh rock band, who I who I really because the darkness were signed with an album all ready to go. Funeral for a Friend needed to make their records so that's when I got into the whole world of producing and studios and mixing and, and all that 
change some bits to songs and then they'd come back and they go, what's happened? I said, I've turned it into a hit. <laughs> and you turned it into Busted. There was a, a particular song of theirs, which they demoed and it was very long and very messy. And I was like, we're going to chop that bit, chop that bit, chop that bit, convince the singer to sing a part instead of screaming it. And before you know it, we had their biggest hit. And then I think when Atlantic, when we signed to Atlantic Records, Atlantic in the US, we signed to Steve Rogowski, who signed the Strokes and the Kings of Leon. Back in the day, he signed Soundgarden and he worked with Talking Heads. The man is a legend. Wow. I was like, okay, can I have a desk? And I go, there's really no need for you to have a desk. I'm just going to sit here. Can I have an email address? There's really no need for an email. It's a Joel Dot Death, no apostrophe. You know, and so I just didn't make myself go. The, the industry is going through a moment of reflection of understanding that the very people that are creative are also often the very people who have are dealing with trauma I'm the omelette you know I can't separate the egg now Well, I hope that piqued your interest and you'll subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss those episodes as they go live. As a reminder, tune into my socials, which are at Alex Branson on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as joining the Facebook page, a link to which is in the show notes, along with one for the incredible audio assassins who are responsible for the amazing music branding for the show. Thank you for listening. <laughs>